Welcome to the latest edition of the Gopher Volleyball Podcast here on the Gophers On Demand channel of your iHeartRadio app. I'm Justin Gard from KFAN Radio and the Gopher Radio Network. We're happy to have a postseason edition this week. We've talked a lot every other week with Gopher head coach Hugh McCutcheon about the regular season. We've talked a lot about getting to this point. And now we're finally here. The Gophers will make their 22nd appearance in the NCAA tournament. Third straight year, they will be a top 10 seed. If you missed it late Sunday night, the Gophers earned the seven overall seed in this year's NCAA championship. They will host a first and second round at the Maturi Pavilion right here on the campus of the University of Minnesota. They will play North Dakota out of the big sky on Friday. And if they advance, they will take on the winner of the University of Northern Iowa just down the road in Cedar Falls, Iowa and the University of Louisville. We talk about all of that, but we also look back on what was a pretty eventful season and a pretty eventful weekend at the Pavilion with Penn State in town, top-ranked Penn State, just a couple of days ago. So we cover all of that and get into the NCAA tournament portion of it this week on the Gopher Volleyball Podcast with Hugh McCutcheon. Before we discuss what's in front of us, which is a lot, let's look back a little bit um, to specifically the last weekend and specifically Saturday night. Uh, against Penn State here at Maturi Pavilion. Seemed like kind of the build-up, just like last year. Tickets are going for X amount of dollars on the street. The place is packed. Sid Hartman's there. Everybody's there. Take us through kind of your emotions and, and how that night went for you. We'll talk about the match specifically, but just the, the environment and the vibe and everything else. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, you just feel very privileged to be a to be a part of it, really. It's, um, uh, I think, a relatively unique environment in our sport uh, i i think it's the best mojo going in college volleyball right now it's uh it's an incredible feeling when you get in there and it's packed and everybody's buzzing and it's on uh so yeah it's great we we just uh um again just feel really grateful and, and fortunate to to be in this uh circumstance and i would say just watching it saturday both teams met the occasion. You know, that's what you yeah. always hope for as well. When you have a buildup like that and you have kind of some anticipation, you want it to be a good match. You want it to be competitive. You want it to be back and forth, which I felt like it was watching it. Yeah, I thought it was a good match. Obviously not the result we wanted, but um, both teams competed. Certainly uh, I thought our athletes played hard and um, and were, you know, trying to grind through it, and, and certainly they were bringing it. So, yeah, it was cool. I mean, that's that's exactly right. You, you, you hope that um, – that the the level of play, the the level of competition, the the commitment to the moment, all that stuff that the athletes are going to bring that that that's worthy of uh, of a match like that with all the hype around it. And I thought it exactly as you said, it, it was. It, it met expectations. This isn't news to you, given that you've been to the highest of highs in the sport. But what always stands out to me, just watching, is the better and better the competition gets the smaller and smaller Euro and margin for air gets. And sure. I, I wonder, you know, just watching Penn State, they're obviously very good. They're the number one overall seed in the tournament, co-Big Ten champs with Nebraska. Um, how do you simulate having that margin for air? Like you can't – is it just something you have to go through? Because I'm sure there were plenty of yeah. opportunities where against any other team in the country, you're probably winning the point. But against Penn State, it's getting blocked or they're digging it or they're diving into press row to keep the rally going. How can you simulate it? Is it impossible or you just have to go through it? Well, obviously – uh, you know what we demand in terms of the level of execution from our athletes in terms of training and practice and the the kind of uh, practice environments we can put them into to demand that level of execution is is a part of it but you're right I mean experience is the teacher we, we really can't create 
um, the energy in the building and the the uh, level athletic level and emotional level of the opponent and, and of the moment we, we you know there's there's no way to do that so you got to play a lot of big matches to win a lot of big matches that's the reality and um you know i i was happy with the way we competed i think there's some things we can learn from it um and it seems to be a you know okay again the result aside a, a nice segue into this next phase of our season when there's a, a good basketball player, you can deny him the ball or double-team them. When it's a football player, if it's a quarterback, you put a spy on him. How do you account for – like I was watching, is it Haley Washington, number 15? Mm-hmm. I'm watching her, and, I mean, the ball just like looks and sounds different whenever she goes up and, and, and spikes it. She obviously had a good match. I know they have a lot of other good players as well. But how do you account for greatness on the other side of the net, like keeping it away from them, always being where they are? How can you do that for a guy who doesn't understand the movements? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's difficult. They, they uh, were trying to serve into spaces and serve the right people, and you know they were passing the ball pretty well. And when they're in system, she's a big part of their offense and obviously pretty dominant, especially on Saturday. So, um, you know, there's only so much you can do. And, and uh, as much as you pay attention to her, then all of a sudden you're giving up something else right. somewhere else, and there's lots of good hitters on that team. So, um, yeah, she's certainly got hers. And, and you know, in other matches um, with with teams that are dominant in the middle like that, we've tried to serve, uh, a, you know, uh, some tough serves and, knock them out of system we probably had a little more success but certainly in the fourth set they passed really really well right so good for them yeah and then we just put on our helmets in the back row and try <laughs> to get in the trenches there and and uh see if we can get a hand on some of those things you said after the match that you feel like the best is yet to come with this group i'm i'm curious you know what makes you think that as you now start postseason play that you guys can still continue to get better as you as you keep building well i just felt really good about like i said about the way we competed um the what what you hope is that as a team over the course of the season you manage to make improvements and then you know you you do the best you can you play the best that you're capable of playing and you're either going to be good enough or you're not but you want to feel like you left it out there right. and and I, I get it we could we would have liked a, a couple of plays here or there on Saturday night but at least it felt like we we gave we gave it what we had um and then okay that they were better that night it seems to be a little bit easier to deal with sure so given that we had that shift where we got kind of seemed like we we were free of a lot of expectations or a lot of anything other than just go out there and play it point to point i felt that was a pretty important evolution for our team and uh something that we could really build on moving into the tournament do you feel like the team is feeling the same way or will you find that out this week yeah i mean we talked about it afterwards and and they definitely thought there was some growth in that in that match and some things that they would like to take from it that would help them to be uh to be better moving forward so you finished the regular season 26 and 5 15 and 5 in the big 10 uh you're the seventh overall seed will host friday uh, and saturday night or first and second round at the pav here friday and saturday north dakota seven o'clock on friday night we'll talk about them in a second northern iowa and louisville will play just before that at 4 30 and then the winners will play saturday night at six here at the maturi pavilion third straight year you guys have held a top 10 seed uh, but tell me a little bit about North Dakota. I know you met them a year ago in the NCAA tournament yeah. as well. They come from the Big Sky. Yeah, they're good. They're, um, th- yeah, they'll they'll certainly be a handful. You know, I mean, it's uh, a well trained team. They've got uh, a lot of good athletes. They they bring back a lot of athletes from last year. 
So, uh, you know, we're, we're a little greener. They're a little more mature, I guess we'll call it. And um, <laughs> we'll, we'd expect it to be another great battle. I yeah. feel like uh, North Dakota, the proximity, and this is such a great volleyball state locally, I feel like a lot of your athletes know a lot of their athletes from years and years and years. Yeah. Is that accurate? You've probably seen a lot of these same kids. Yeah, there's, there's uh, certainly some points of uh, intersection along the way, yeah, no doubt. And Louisville, I know, I think after our first uh, podcast, we were mm. sitting in this room either about to go to Louisville or just returning from Louisville, yep. a familiar squad as well yeah yeah it was good we got to look at them in the preseason i'm sure they feel the same way about us you know we will know each other and uh you and i um you know obviously a a talented crew having a great season you know they've um done really well in the conference they got a a big preseason win uh against nebraska i think or at some point in in one of the preseason weekends so they're, they're clearly capable so yeah, it's an exciting group. Uh, it'll be a good weekend of volleyball. As we sit here about 11.15 on a Monday, you're, I don't know, you can do the math, 13, 14, 15 hours from getting your assignment on Sunday night during the uh, selection show when we talked mm. a couple of weeks ago about the, how you spring forward. You've been in this weekend grind all season long, and now you know who you're going to play. You, you know who you're preparing for. Last night at 7.55, you have no idea what's going right. on, and now you've right. got to make all these plans. What are the long way to get to it, but what are the last 15 hours been like? Well, yeah, I mean, the I think we were certainly happy with our seed. Uh, you know, it, it seemed appropriate. And not, not that we thought we were punching above our weight or anything, but that seemed about right. Um, and uh, we got right to work. You know, we yeah. you start, okay, here we go, and uh, breaking down the video and, and uh, distributing responsibilities in terms of the scout and who's working on what within the plan. But, yeah, away we go. But it's... There's something to be said for, um, uh, you know, the, 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 everyone talks about the Big Ten as a grind. I think, you know, you, you gotta, you gotta understand. Well, maybe you can't understand unless you've been through it, but it is. It's yeah. a really, um, testing conference. And that's, that's a great thing. But to get through it, you're, um, you know, you're pretty drained. Um, and then, you know, the, the thing last night was actually really kind of a cool celebration. We had a great turnout of fans, a lot of media interest. Um, and here it is, you know, it's kind of a fresh start, new tournament. Here you go. And, um, here are your next, uh, you know, here's your next opponent with the possibility of here, here's how the rest of it could play out. So it was very exciting. And I thought, um, I thought it was really a a well done event. Uh, Our marketing department did a great job and yeah, it's cool to be into this, um, this next phase of our season. And in that next phase, take me through the coaching side of it a little bit. You know, I know every, you want every game to be the same throughout the season. You talk about circumstances, not dictating how you do things, but do you coach any differently in the postseason in terms of, I might take a timeout here earlier. Or I might make an adjustment quicker because there is that finality possibility. There's not necessarily a, another match the next day. No, I mean, it, it, we don't change too much. Um, if any, and, and that's not, from a position of any kind of, uh, you know, uh, mind trick or, you know, we're not being Geppetto pulling the strings behind <laughs> the scene there, but it just, I, I think we really coach to the moment and, and, um, yeah, we, we understand the rules of this thing are a little bit different than conference. So, um, you know, we might, we might need to pull, pull the trigger if we see that there's some anxiety out there and, and I don't, we're not the kind of coaching staff that's going to approach it as and tell the athletes like, "Hey, it's just another game," because we know it's not. Right. You know what I mean? But don't lie to them. But yeah, I mean, but we also understand that that um, you know, if you're worried too much about where you want to go, that's really going to get in the way of what you have to do to get there. So just really trying to keep it simple, trying to keep it 
point to point and not getting too wrapped up in the outcome and just really worrying about the process. That's kind of a, a main thing. But also understanding that as the uh, emotions um, kind of bubble up, that you do have the uh, the choice to respond to that. You know, you can, sure. you can take a breath and kind of settle it down and get back to what you have to do to win the next point. How much in your – how much – of your own experience do you draw on in those type of situations like i said earlier and everybody knows this you've been in the highest pressure impact moments that the sport has to offer at an international stage and now at the collegiate stage mm. are there just instincts that kind of take over or are you more of a i'm going to go by feel or do you go in with a plan how, how does all that well work? we got a bit of i mean we'll have a lot of planning no doubt but you know there's an art and a science to the job and and uh you know you need the science to to I don't know, back up the decisions that you're making or will be there as a resource. But at the end of it, yeah, you got to go with your gut as well. There's, there's two parts to it. So, um, uh, I don't think there's anything magical about what we're doing out there coaching. Uh, really, we're just trying to give our players the best possible chance to be successful and help them through it. Uh, you know, at some point it's going to get big for everybody. And right. so what are you going to do with those big moments? And, and to me, that's, that's the, the deal have we prepared enough on our, on our fundamental skills have we prepared enough in the plan Have we prepared enough on our mental game are we are we rested and hydrated and are we being eaten eating the right things i don't know you try to control all the things that you can so that when you get there you know the the odds are in your favor we are going to uh, try to do this every monday as you guys continue to move along so i hope i talk to you next monday and the monday after that and the monday after that and there the you monday go. after that let's keep it rolling thanks for the time as always good luck on friday <laughs> cheers guys gopher volleyball coach hugh mccutcheon here on the gopher volleyball podcast a reminder that maturi pavilion is the place to be this friday and saturday if you're a gopher volleyball fan but you already know that 4:30 first round action between the university of northern iowa and louisville that is followed by the Gophers and North Dakota at 7. The two winners will then meet on Saturday night at 6 o'clock with the winner of that match advancing to the Gainesville Regional. All the information can be found on gophersports.com. As I just said with Coach McCutcheon, if the Gophers win and continue to advance, we will do this podcast every single week the rest of the way. So I hope I'm speaking with you many, many more times. Thanks to Michelle Train at Gopher Sports Info. Thanks to Hugh McCutcheon. Thanks, everybody, for listening to the Gopher Volleyball Podcast here on the Gophers On Demand channel of your iHeartRadio app.